Hey girl, are you tracking calories you expend with exercise and daily movement and matching that to the food that you intake based on that number? Are you finding that this method doesn't really equate to weight loss that's sustainable? Today on our Fit Tip Friday, I want to talk about this term or this phrase, calories in versus calories out. And for so long, I believed that this was just a simple equation. We'll find out today. It's not that simple. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on a diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. Okay, so I want to talk about this equation, calories in versus calories out. It is something that I heard for so many years and really thought that was the way to achieve my goals. And if you wanted to achieve weight loss, this was a calculation that you had to follow. If you could burn more calories than you take in, that you eat, if you burn more than that, then you're going to lose weight. Well, unfortunately, it's not that simple, which can create a lot of confusion. So today, I'd like to share with you three steps that can help you determine this equation and how the fact that it really isn't so simple at, at all, actually. For many years, um, this was certainly the mantra in weight loss, and it causes so much confusion. I would track the calories that I would burn through my workouts. I would check my course back then when I was training. There was no Apple watches or, you know, Fitbits or things that actually tracked your calories on your wrist. It was you you looked at the machine, right? You checked how many how many calories a machine, but now it's on your wrist. So it's really readily available, right? To see how many calories you you're you're burning throughout the day, whether that's with your steps or whether with with your workout. But for me, I would, I would calculate how much I would burn or I would like guesstimate. For example, I'd go out for a run and I would guesstimate, well, I probably burned a hundred calories per mile, which is a safe guesstimate based on my weight. And that really gave me permission to eat whatever I wanted, as long as I was kind of staying within that. Well, this didn't really meet my, meet my goals because typically I was overeating and the working out really was I mean, it was not really a method to, I just, I just ate right back with, with what I burned. Plus I ate more than that. And after years of doing this, like it's really kind of gets you in this place or you feel like you're crazy and it really wasn't a helpful place to be. But, but these last several years, I have learned so much about the fact that this is not a simple equation. There's so many factors that are involved. And I want to talk about three, the real truth here. Number one, the calories in look can look very different. And when you're consuming calories, you have really got to identify, first of all, what your body needs are, you know, how, how many calories do you need per day based on your activity level, what you're doing, you're working out. 
what your goals are. These are things you have to consider when you determine how many calories you need. And so that daily intake is going to look different based on that alone. Secondly, what types of foods that you're eating? Are you eating things that are helping your goals? Are you eating satiating foods? Are you eating good amounts of protein and and fresh vegetables and the things, the fibrous things that are going to really help your body kind of thrive and, and reach your goals? Or is it more fast food, processed food, very few meals throughout the day, but you're grabbing things quickly and in convenience. And, and thirdly, when are you eating them? Are you somebody that's starving yourself or, or fasting? Are you waiting until 12 or one o'clock in the afternoon before you actually start eating something? And then you give yourself X number of hours to get in X number of calories. And you know that if you only eat during this period, you're not going to eat as much. Well, those kinds of things factor in because if you're creating more stress in your body because of that, your body is just going to, it's called metabolic compensation. Your body is just going to adjust and there's not going to be any weight loss because now your body has adjusted to that and it's not going to be as effective. All right, let's let's look at step number two. Calories out can actually be a stress on your body. And for me, this is one thing that I had to learn the hard way. When you are working out and intentionally doing workouts that are stressing your body, that you're doing higher intensity stuff um, that is multiple times a week, that is going to put in additional stress in your body. It's going to make you more hungry. And yes, you're going to burn calories. But on the flip side of it, what comes back around is that now you're more hungry because of the intense exercise that you did. So sometimes that calorie deficit is not going to be as great because you can't fight the hunger. You can't fight back what your physio- physiological body wants in your mind. You, you're saying, no, I can't have that. But yet you're fighting against what your what your body needs. And so that's one thing to consider. And secondly, just walking, doing leisure walks, which doesn't stress the body. That is getting in some great activity that helps reduce the stress. So those are calories out that are just really more beneficial than, than just about anything. You're, you're, if you can do it outside, you're reducing your stress there. And so you're getting steps, which again is, is calories burned And it's not in a way that is going to increase your appetite. Walking doesn't do that. You know, high intensity cardio activities, those things are going to increase your appetite. And thirdly, thinking about the daily living activities, the things that you're doing daily, not just intentional walks or leisure walks, but the steps that you're taking throughout the day that, you know, cleaning the house, doing laundry back and forth to the bedroom, putting away your clothes doing the dishes back and forth, stepping, you know, putting the dishes away, whether maybe you're out in the garden, maybe you're weeding, maybe you're chasing your kid out in the front yard or, you know, running beside him on the bicycle or whatever that is. But these daily activity uh, steps, daily living activities, these are things that, that you're not even thinking about. It's just your normal activity throughout your day that creates an active lifestyle. If you're a sedentary person, and you go to, you get up, you go to work, you sit in the de- at the desk all day, then you come home and then you sit on the couch or you sit at the table. You're either doing more work or you're on the phone or you're watching, been watching TV. Those, the sedentary lifestyle 
is not going to benefit your calories out, obviously. So the more steps that you can take, the more of these daily um, living activities you can build in, and um, that's going to help obviously increase your steps and, and then certainly more calories are burned per day. The third step that I want to share in this equation is that you have to do the work to find out what your needs are. We're so dependent on following a plan, following the points, having somebody else tell us what we need to eat. They don't know your body. You know your body. And the more investigative work that you can do, the more time and effort and energy that you can put into finding out what you need the more successful that you're going to be long-term. That's why diets don't work. Somebody's given you something to follow. You follow it for a certain period of time, you lose the weight, and then a year later, you've put, you've put that weight back on plus more. And you have never figured out for yourself what you need to do for you. You've followed something else somebody else has given you. Of course, we all, if we all do that, we can certainly all lose weight because they're restricting your calories. They're taking you down considerably from where you've been, but it's not sustainable, right? Because at some point the deprivation comes to the binge, right? Whether it's a week later, two months later, or six months later. So what you need to think about is the foods that feel good to you. What, what foods do you enjoy and are they healthy? Are they things that are making you feel good inside? Are they giving you the energy that you need to get through your day? You know, evaluating what that looks like. And secondly, what exercise do you enjoy and that you can stick with? Strength training is always a great go-to. And if you're somebody that has never tried this, would love to help you with this. If you're somebody who's been doing it, keep at it. The more we can strength train as females, continuing to build that lean muscle, that's not only going to help us in our goals, it's going to make us feel good, stronger. It's it actually can change the way we look. It can change our physique. But strength training should be a go-to as part of your program. But really, any exercise that you enjoy that you can implement is, is a place to start. And lastly, practice, practice, practice. You can't get a lifestyle that you want just by following a program for X number of days and then thinking everything's fine. It's a behavior, right? It's a, it's a continual practice day in and day out. So the behavior becomes automated. That's really where we want to be, right? To not even really have to think about it, to know my choices are this, and this is what I've decided to do, and that's how I'm going to live. You know, it's not really about these highs and lows, these these yo-yo dieting ways of life, and to not be so consumed with, you know, I've got, I've got to burn this many calories because this is how many calories I've eaten. You know, that mentality always leads to disappointment, frustration, and it's not a way to continue to live and would just be stuck in that way if until we can really begin to do the work for ourselves. This is really the approach of Moderation 365. It teaches you how to eat the same on Saturday that you do on Monday. You're never having this feeling like, well, I'll start over on Monday. You know, the weekend comes. It gives you the tools to handle any and all food situations and really what you could learn what, you know, how to trust yourself. You learn how to trust yourself around food and, and what that looks like and really having a healthy balance with your activity and your nutrition. If you uh, are someone who would really love some guidance and direction on this, would love to work with you 
jump into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. I hope you've gained something on this Fit Tip Friday. It's not a simple equation, calories in versus calories out. Just because you burn 400 calories and you eat 400 calories less, it doesn't always equate to weight loss. There's a lot more to the equation than just that. So I hope this blessed you today. Have a great day. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.